Welcome to the Lewis Jonker Podcast. Lewis is a speaker, storyteller, preacher and poet. Hope you get something out of this talk. Hey, let's pray quickly. God, thank you so much we can be here tonight. Speak through me. Thank you for our connect groups. Thank you for our hang time. I pray that tonight we'd all pay attention. In Jesus' name, amen. Home can be hard. Parents fighting. Siblings at war. For some, home is unsafe. For some, it's too safe, too strict. Too many rules. Home can be boring. It can be run down or unkept. For some, home doesn't feel like home at all. A place where you're misunderstood, where no one really knows how you feel, even those closest to you. And it's funny because even Jesus, we talk about this Jesus character, it's true that sometimes people didn't even understand Jesus or understand how Jesus felt. In John 7, 5, it says that not even his own brothers believed in him. Even in Jesus' own home, it was hard for people to understand who he was. And I wonder for you, if in your own home, it's hard for people to understand who you are. You know, I grew up in a great home and I wonder what home is for you. But even if your home is great, like the one I grew up in, there were times it was hard. I grew up in an amazing home, amazing family, mum and dad who absolutely loved me, a mum and dad I absolutely love. But there were still times it was hard. I remember even in my own home, there were days where I would come home from school and I would sit at the dinner table and maybe I'd had a fight with a friend or maybe something had happened with a teacher and I remember home was hard. I would sit at the dinner table and I'd burst into tears and go into my room just bawling my eyes out because I was an emotional young lad. And I remember one time my dad burst in my room and he was like, who did this to you? Who hurt you? He was so afraid that I was not okay. My home was great, but still there were times that home was hard. And I've lived, and now I live in a great home. It's very cheap. It's a granny flat. I'm a 27-year-old who lives in a granny flat. I should grow up at some stage. There's people just like me who, like uh, Josh and Sienna, they're much younger than me. They live in a real place with two bedrooms and... um, and a cat soon to be, and they're married, and it's amazing. Good on you, Josh and Sienna. There's people much younger than me who are doing much more adult things, like Matt Kelly, who just got engaged. Big round of applause for Matt Kelly. So many people doing so much more adult things than me, and I live in a little granny flat, and it's great because it's cheap, and I can save so much money, but gosh, is it boring. I watch, I promise you this, I watch more Netflix than any single one of you. And I've lived in some great places. In fact, I once lived in a place at Terrigal. If you're at PM Church, I showed these photos. This was where I lived. I lived above the ice cream shop in Terrigal. If you go to Terrigal, look over on the side streets and you'll see dolphins painted on one of the places. I lived in that place. And it had a deck and I cooked my bacon and eggs, living the bachelor lifestyle. It was the best place in the world. The sea breeze was so good. Sometimes I wore my sombrero sitting on the deck there. I think there's that photo. Is that photo there? Oh, yeah. oh no, leave this one up. This is my friend Jesse Manners. He works at St. Phillips for those St. Phillips students. But guess what? This is when Jesse Manners worked at Coles. I know. That's how old I am. Jesse Manners, your head of welfare, used to work at Coles, and he was my friend. And then he grew up, and now I see him much less. 
uh, and we used to sit out there and play guitar. Here's me in a sombrero. Oh, I lived the dream on every Australia day, every whatever day, every whatever. Every people at the beach, I'd sit up there on my sombrero, people looking at the beach. It was the best place ever, and it was so cheap. You guys have no concept of money, but this cost me $150 a week, which is nothing. It's nothing. But still, there were times when this home was hard. Because every now and then, the reason I got it so cheap is because an old guy lived there. And the old guy, he had a girlfriend and he lived at his girlfriend's house most of the time. And he was like, Lewis, you can live here for $150. You can have the whole place to yourself. You can have as many friends over as you want. The only deal is after I go to the pool comp on Tuesday and Thursday nights and I drink a lot at Terrigal, I want to be able to walk home to this place and I want to sleep in my bed in the back room. You won't know I'm here. I'll leave in the morning. And it was a great deal. But some nights, he got very intoxicated. I don't know if any of the people who live in your house get very intoxicated, maybe an older brother or sister, maybe a younger brother or sister, which is pretty rough if you're one of the 12-year-olds here. Um, <laughs> maybe, a, maybe, but this guy, he would come home, sometimes he'd come home from the pool comp, I guess it's because he lost, and he was so drunk, and he would get in the kitchen, and he would turn up uh, Mumford and Sons, like really, really, really loud, like the loudest you've ever heard it. And it would be two o'clock in the morning and I'm lying in bed, got to go to work the next day, be a chaplain in the high school, just like shaking with fear. Like, can he please turn the music down? I wonder what home is like for you. Psalm 84. Psalm 84 is close to my heart because when I wanted... to uh, when the job came available here, I attended the church for nine months before it became available. Um, I needed to pray and discern whether I wanted to go to this church. Funny enough, when I was deciding which church to go to, I was going to choose between here and Coast Community, another really great church on the Central Coast. And, uh, but I really feel called here in the end, and the two churches is pretty cool, but um, I called, called, felt called here in the end, so I started attending this church. And then I needed to pray about whether or not I wanted to become a pastor here, and I went away for a spiritual retreat with some uh, Bible college friends of mine, and the psalm for that whole spiritual retreat was Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young near your altar Lord Almighty my King my God blessed are those who dwell in your house they are ever praising you and this is the part that really made me feel like I was called to this youth ministry that I was called to this place for this season and this was the part it says blessed are those whose strength is in you whose hearts are set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca Baca means pain They make it a place of springs and the autumn rains cover it with pools and they will go strength to strength till each appears for God. And I heard this. And as they were praying it, someone read it out and they made us close their eyes and reflect. And as soon as he said, as they walk through the valley of Baccarat, I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be in the valley. Because all you young people... We walk through the valley. This youth ministry is like called the valley and we walk through, we're walking through the valley. We got five years with you from year six to year 12 and you're walking through. You're going to enter youth ministry and you're going to leave youth ministry unless you stay as leaders. We got you as you're walking through. And sometimes high school, sometimes teenage years can be a place of pain, like the valley of pain. And you're walking through this high school time, the valley of pain. Terrible things happen. Home can be hard. You're walking through this place of pain. But... They will make it a place of springs and autumn rains will cover it with pools. And I really believe that I'm called here to be in this valley 
as you go through your hard high school years, that we can make it a place where the rains come down and the autumn rains cover it with pools. Because I want this to be a refreshing place for you because I know that home can be hard. But the part I want to focus on is the start. Our earthly home, I don't know if your home is easy or hard, but our earthly home is temporary. For the Christians in the room, when you decide to follow in Jesus, you become part of God's family. And when you're part of God's family, heaven is your home. Your earthly home is temporary. No matter what you're going through in your earthly home, no matter what happens at your home that's hard, your earthly home is temporary. For the Christian, for the believer, for the one that trusts in Jesus, for the one that becomes part of God's family, through faith and through God's grace, we, our home is in heaven. And that's what this psalm is talking about. It says, how lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. How lovely is our home in heaven. My soul yearns, even faints to be with you, God. I want my home to be in heaven. You ever lied in your bed late at night just crying because like whatever's going on at home? yearning to be with God, yearning for your home in heaven. Your heart and flesh cry out for this living God. And it says this, even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself. Is this the, is this the grapes to garden key? Well, that's good because you can join me. Even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for itself. We find home in the heart of our God. Our home is in heaven. And the sparrow, Jesus talks about sparrows all through the Bible. He talks about sparrows. And the reason they talk about sparrows is because they're tiny and insignificant. And you might feel tiny and insignificant. Maybe your home, in your home, you feel tiny and insignificant. My parents care about my siblings more than me. My parents are so busy fighting with each other, they've forgotten about me. Maybe your home is just a little bit run down. You're embarrassed to bring your friends. Maybe you feel insignificant, tiny, little. Jesus talks about sparrows and this time talks about sparrows because even the sparrow even the insignificant things find a home and the swallows a nest for themselves this is what I can tell you young person because of what Jesus did for you and it's like water off a dog's back we talk about it Jesus died on a cross for you he left his home came to earth so that you could go with him back to his home he left his home and his home's good he came down and he did whatever it took to make sure that you would have a place in his home all you got to do is trust in him maybe your home is not a Christian home in fact maybe you're a leader and your home is not a Christian home Jeez, that's got to be hard. Maybe your home is loud, fighting all the time. Maybe it's like that guy who came home and played his music and it's just like, can they please stop fighting? I've got a test tomorrow. Maybe your home is strict. Maybe it's a really good home and you've got really great parents. <laughs> but they're so strict. You can't have a phone. You can't have friends over. You can go to youth, but you can't go to Macca's after because it's a school night. And you're like, Mum, it's not a school night. No, but you have to study on Saturdays. I don't know what your home is, but I know this. For the Christian, our home is in heaven. And Jesus left his home. He actually left heaven to do whatever it would take 
so that you could have a place in heaven. You could have a place in heaven. You could have a home in heaven. Whatever you're going through, it is temporary. Whatever you're going through, young person, our earthly home is temporary. And it may sound like a lot to have 70, 80, 90 years here on this earth, but our heavenly home, where there's no crying, no tears, no pain, no sickness, our heavenly home is for eternity. All you've got to do is trust in God, trust in Jesus. Come to a connect group. Learn more about him. Become part of the family. for you. Then we're going to sing um, You turn graves into gardens He turns your temporary home into a heavenly home Dear God I pray for every young person here who has a hard home. Whether it's hard because it's literally a horrible place to be or whether it's hard because it's a beautiful place to be with so much strictness and so many rules. God would you be with them. For people whose parents who fight would you come and would you be would you be with their parents? Would you calm them down a bit, God? But would you give these young people peace? That whatever they go through in their earthly home, would they know it's just temporary? Would they know that all they have to do is wake up and live another day and live another day trusting you? Because ultimately, our heavenly home is eternal. Jesus' name. stand together. You turn morning to dancing. You turn beauty for ashes. You turn shame into clothes. 